Good morning and welcome to Car Thoughts with David. I am your host as always, David Coward. And thank you guys so, so much for taking time out of your day to listen to what this guy has to say. So from the numbers on my last episode, uh, which was talking about this random science fiction theory about um, would the universe recreate itself after the universe ends, uh, billions and billions of years in the future, which had a grand total of two listeners. Um, <laughs> I figure that one might not have been as popular, or that was what I thought, and then come to find out that Apple actually rearranged its um, categories and expanded its categories. And so people who would probably normally find my show that aren't subscribed to it would have probably not been able to find it because my show was uncategorized I updated it, so we'll see, because usually I get, you know, about 10 to 20 listens per episode um, within the first week, and I had two, so I was like, um, <clears throat> okay, either it's time for me to end my show or something, and then right about that time I get the email saying, hey, your show is now uncategorized because we've changed all our categories around, so how about you go here and <clears throat> update your category list? Who knows? Maybe it'll help, and I'll start getting listeners again. I don't know. Now that I'm categorized, I went ahead and moved myself since I've been talking mostly about science fiction and video games and such recently. Went ahead and moved myself to the category of games and <clears throat> games and hobbies. Yeah, games and hobbies. So, you know, that's where I'm at now on iTunes. So we'll see how that goes. Um, all very exciting there. Um, been working from home a little bit this week, uh, which has been kind of cool. Um, you know, so that's given me some time to get some stuff done around the house that normally by the time I get done with my normal commute to work, my work, commute from work, I don't really feel like doing it. cleaning up my desk, getting the clutter off there, um, you know, things like that. So, because my desk really isn't configured currently for a proper work from home anyway, I just kind of had my laptop sitting in front of the keyboard for my desktop and, uh, worked off of it, um, because my secondary monitor or, well, my primary monitor is uh, my 32-inch TV that sits on the desk um, that I use for my desktop for my streaming and playing my games. And, um, yeah, I don't really have the setup to plug all that up together, um, like a docking station or whatever. So, got to get all that sorted out. But it was nice to work from home because I, you know, had to be like, oh, I've got 10 or 15, 20 minutes, or I'm going to take this little short break and I'm going to go do the dishes, get that out of the way, and then clean up around the sink a little bit and, you know, clean up the kitchen counter and organize some stuff or, you know, clean up uh, my desk, you know, get all the paperwork 
get rid of some of my old, um, you know, documents and stuff I know underneath that are just stacked there because I haven't felt like going through them. So I just sit there while waiting for emails to come in and, you know, go through all those documents. So I'm definitely looking forward to hopefully being able to do that a lot more often um, going forward because I felt so much more productive because not only was I able to get work done, I was able to get work done around the house. So it's kind of really awesome. Um, I've been very excited to to find out that that's, you know, that was possible. You know, that I knock stuff like that out because I've never really done it before. Um, in that capacity. Um, but anyway, um, currently on Twitch, I've been streaming uh, Fantasy Star 4 and the Millennium. And uh, it's a surprisingly good game. Uh, admittedly, I've, oh, I've owned it. <coughs> Excuse me. I've owned it for a while. Um, I bought it back when I worked at Funko Land. A coffee came through and I picked it up. And, and yeah, I, I started to play it. And um, the biggest detractor for me was is since I didn't have the game manual, I had no earthly idea what any of the spells were. Because <clears throat> it's not like it says health or um, revive or it doesn't have like normal names. They're all like short abbreviations like res or g-res or you know defoy and I'm like I have no idea what any of that means. They're just symbols or (laughs) they're just made up words you know. I don't know what all this stuff means so um, I didn't have that as an option. I never felt like actually going through and getting the walkthrough so I could learn what all that was, so I would know how to use it, so I just played it for like 20 or 30 minutes, put it on my shelf, and like, yeah, this is like one of the best Sega Master System RPGs ever, um, <clears throat> but I never played it, so... This time I sat down with a walkthrough so I would know what to do, how to configure my characters, how to configure the uh, battle macros, because uh, it does have a, a semi-auto battle mechanic to it, so that you can uh, set up macros instead of clicking through each person for an attack, attack, magic, attack, magic, or something like that. You just create that macro and then you just hit it it automatically tells all those characters to do those particular attacks um, as you want them for that particular battle. So, yeah, I got that, uh, got that together, got it set up, and um, been playing it. And it was uh, a boat on the pole I set up, and I was like, cool, I will play that next. And honestly, I don't think anybody's actually watched me play it, to my knowledge. Um, of course, with the Genesis uh, emulator I'm running it off of, um, it goes full screen, so I can't see if there's any activity. Like, But when I come out of it, I never see any chats like, where people are like, oh, man, cool, you're playing Fantasy Star. Um, nothing like that. So it's a 
relatively short game. Really, the only reason it's going to take me a while is just the uh, level grinding. I've seen the people go through a playthrough of this in like 10 hours. Uh, and, um, you know, finish the game in 10 hours. So, I know it's not long, um, but, you know, I'll probably finish it in 20, probably maybe 30, depending on how much level grinding I do. Because uh, when I saw the first two played in 10, I think they ended the game at level 56. So, and the uh, walkthrough I'm using to help me build the macros and stuff, it's recommended levels for each uh, section. So I'm kind of trying to grind up to that, then go handle that section of the game, and then grind some more to the, uh, to the next section, that type of thing. So all in all, it's, it's been pretty fun. It's been interesting. The story's really good. I mean, and I never had any doubt about the story, because uh, people wouldn't call it the best, you know, game for the Genesis. Uh, you know, the best RPG for the Genesis for nothing, you know. So, it is anything else would be good. Um, it's very old-fashioned, but of course it was, you know, Jap very Japanese RPG. Like, say, Levi, like, not even like 
sometimes you can buy it at Walmart or Target for 20 or 30 bucks. It would cost you four or five hundred dollars in Germany when I went there the first time in 2008. Um, that's a lot of money for a pair of blue jeans. Um, after uh, Merkel came in and changed a lot of the laws around um, and changed the taxes, uh, you can get a pair of or roughly the same price you can get them in America. I mean, I literally could have bought like six pairs of brand new jeans on a street corner and made for my entire trip and had money to, you know, do whatever I wanted while I was there off of five or six pairs of jeans. That's great to think about, but a lot of people do it or did at least back then. Take a bunch of stuff to from America, take it over there and sell it and make a fortune. Um, you know, selling it on the street corner and then having their traveling money. But anyway, yeah, so things like that. Yeah, so it keeps kind of a traditional left. It's very, it's very um, respectful, which is odd because. Most games, though, uh, in an RPG, you actually, there's reason to go into other people's houses because there will be treasure chests and stuff. So if you kind of want to explore, we'll get into a town. Whereas with Fantasy Star, you walk up to a thing and the guy's like, oh, it's not, uh, not a good idea to peek in other people's uh, things. Um, shouldn't, uh, shouldn't do that. And I'm like, um, so I kind of don't really explore too much in the city unless I'm looking for a specific person, um, you know, trying to find somebody for a, for a quest that I'm doing and trying to figure out where they actually are. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of the thing there. Um, so it's, it's a little bit different. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a fun game. I enjoy it. The next one I'm going to do is Battle Chasers, uh, which was um, recommended to me by uh, Tariq of Star Journal with Tariq podcast, and um, I watched because he recommended it, and people recommend games to me all the time, um, you know. So yeah, kind of have to check them out and see if it's something that I think will be my speed, generally speaking. Not that I don't trust Tariq's opinion, because, I mean, he turned me on to actually finally reading the Ender's Games books, and I got so hooked on them, I read all 19 back-to-back, um, and I'm almost ready to go back through them again, because uh, they are fantastic books, and uh, there's actually, of course, it's got cards, got another one coming out uh, that I'm not sure where it's at, at in the series, um, but... I just need to go through them again in preparation for for the next book. I think it continues at the end of the actual series itself, so after um, after the last book. So anyway, um, yeah. So I've been um, you know I was definitely interested in it. The game looked beautiful from the screenshots I pulled up. So I started watching YouTube videos. I started watching. Uh, video reviews where 
heard people are talking about it and the, um, you know, just watching it. And I'm like, this game looks awesome. It's got all kinds of different um, elements to it, you know, that just make it really cool. It's got this, like, linear overworld map where battles can occur, but also uh, where you, it's where you travel between cities and forests and such. And then it's got this very interesting town mechanic uh, to it where you're interacting and exploring through towns. And then it's got a very, very cool battle system. Uh, it's turn-based, which is my, my favorite type of RPG. Um, I've tried every style. Um, I prefer turn-based. That's definitely my number one top um, battle system option. And then... Um, yeah, the, the dungeon mechanic is very uh, uh, Diablo-esque uh, uh, in a way, the way it looks and feels. The battle system is still turn-based, but the exploration, they can get that kind of 3D, you know, isometric view of the field of play and... Um, so it kind of gives you a bunch of different stylized looks and feel to the way, depending on what you're doing, um, whether you be in a town, um, you know, just traveling on the road from this town to this forest, or whether you actually be in the forest or the dungeon itself. So, very cool. I played probably 45 minutes of it, um, streamed that, and then shut it off, because I was like, if I don't put this down and stop now, I won't. <laughs> and, you know, even though I don't have a huge Twitch following yet, um, I still want to respect uh, those of the people who have joined and viewed my channel if they voted on something. I still want to respect that and follow that. So, the next game after Chrono Trigger was uh, Fantasy Star 4. So I'm not going to give a choice this time because even though I feel confident they pick uh, Battle Chasers, you know, uh, doesn't matter. That's, that's the next game regardless. Um, and then of course, they're going to be probably picking up a Switch Lite because um, there's a lot of really good JRPGs getting released on that system on the Switch, and uh, quite frankly, um, yeah, I mostly bought the Switch for my wife, and I've not really played it that much, I mean, I went through, uh, you know, a couple games, you know, but for the most part, I hadn't really messed with it, so, it's like, okay, well, um, how about we, uh, you know, I almost was about ready to get rid of it. And when I started doing research, I was like, wow, there's actually a lot of really good games I like on here. So I'm kind of excited that that's um, available, you know, because if I start playing the Switch, I know what will most likely happen is my wife will see me play the Switch, and she's like, ooh, 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 I want to play Yoshi, or I want to play Mario. And then I will not be able to play, because she'll get interested, because she'll see me enjoying the Switch, and she's like, oh, no, 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 I need to be enjoying the Switch. So, uh, 
that's usually the way it goes. She'll see me playing something. She's like, oh, that looks like fun. Uh, you know, so I was like, okay, well, I'm learning two. And I was like, I don't really want to spend $300 on another Switch. And then the Switch Lite got announced. So I was like, perfect, because I don't mind playing in mobile, um, you, know, you know, on the smaller screen since I've been playing a lot of my games through uh, um, through my Android tablet. You know, so like when I played Final Fantasy IX and streamed that on uh, Twitch, I was doing that on my tablet uh, with a Bluetooth controller, and uh, you know, so which granted I much preferred that because the the newer remake version of Final Fantasy IX is a lot more smooth in the menus and has some options that the the uh, original release. Not so. I was like, okay, let's let's do this, and then we'll be all set. And uh, it was it was a lot harder to figure out how to set all that up. But once I did, I was like, okay, yeah, this is this is fine. This works. So so yeah, um, super exciting. I mean, I've got five followers on my Twitch uh, channel. Um, by all means. Definitely, if you uh, do any Twitch watching, uh, feel free to check out my channel. I've got it set to save all the previous videos I've streamed, so if you want to check out Fantasy Star and actually look at it and watch somebody who is still managing to stumble through it, even though he's got to walk through, <laughs> uh, twitch.tv forward slash styles by three uh, is, is your channel. Uh, is your is your home for that? And of course, if you want to check out Battle Chasers, I'll probably be on that by the middle end of this month. So, and of course, I'll let you guys know on the podcast when I switch over. But yeah, so have a great day. As always, it's Car Thoughts out. Tatter Beans is a different type of coffee company. We give back directly to veterans active duty military, and first responders. Hi, I'm Jason Jean, the founder of Tattered Beans, and I'm here to tell you that Tattered Beans is making a difference directly in the lives of those who lay their lives on the line for our freedoms. Find out more about our mission and how to purchase some amazing coffee at tatteredbeans.com. Thank you.